welcome to the Tea on Parenting. My name is Crystal Beckel and I am here with... Camilla. Hi, I'm Camilla Kepalani and we are here on the Little Explorers Ghana campus together. I cannot believe we're doing this, Crystal. This is fantastic. <laughs> We've been meaning to do this for years. For years. Mm, we've had these chats together for so many years and and we've always said you know something we should put this on a podcast and then we kind of get busy with all our you know all our tasks and we forget to do it but I'm glad we're doing it today and um, I'm super excited yes and on that note I'm gonna introduce myself and as I said my name is Crystal but today I'm on this platform more as a parent who has three kids and I'm just you know trying my best to be a great parent to these three kids and that's why I thought being on a podcast like this was so important like just getting to know all the different aspects of raising these three wonderful kids um, being a parent and needing self-care and self-love as well um, and just also hearing from other parents what their challenges are and what their stresses or their triumphs are so for me um, I'm here as a parent um, and someone that loves learning about children and being a parent and also to pick everyone's brain, especially you, Camilla. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm happy to share. Um, I'm Camilla Capilani. I have been a mother for 25 years now. Uh, I have two beautiful children that grew up as Montessori um, in a Montessori environment. Um, and I really believe in that in that manner of parenting and living that life. Um, but I'm also an educator, an early educator. Um, and I have, you know, under our roof, we have 178 little ones that I absolutely adore. Um, and I think that a parent is a parent, no matter how old your children are or, you know, what you're going through. There's so many, so many similar um discussions that that happen so many similar questions that you have and I think this is really a good idea because I wish I had you know someone to talk to when I was uh, a mother of young children um, so happy to share Crystal really really happy yes and I think that we'll also be inviting other parents and other resource persons also onto or not even just you know if you want to come in and have a chat just drop us something on our um, social media pages and we'll might just invite you to come and join us just to have this tea on parenting so is that what our instagram page is called tea on parenting yes the yes. tea on parenting the tea on parenting so you can go on there and also ask questions and just see what we're about and what we do but guess what i did get a few questions as oh wow you know, okay i am part of a bunch of parenting groups because i just put myself in these groups all the time <laughs> of course you do so i said you know what let's just see what this first episode is going to be about so people can get a general feel of what to expect for our podcast and so i'm going to go right to it and ask a few questions if you're up for it i am always all right so someone asked what if what's good for my child is making them unhappy, what do you do? This is a good one. Um, I often, I often find parents hesitating because their child is in bales of tears, um, and I can feel their shared pain. Um, but sometimes children really find it 
that it, it, it improves their security when their parent knows exactly what they're supposed to be doing. Um, children really thrive well in, in, in structure um, when they understand what's, what the parameters of their lives are, when they understand what they're supposed to be doing in that environment. Um, they do well with direction. Um, so sometimes that direction may not appeal to them immediately, but you know our job as parents is to keep um, keep our children's welfare in mind at all times. And if it is good for them ultimately, then we have to stand our ground sometimes. And that might, you know, have us logging logging horns and maybe some unhappy tears on both sides. But um, sometimes that has to be done. And it's difficult to see it them is. in their eyes. And it their- is really sad and you're like oh should I really be you know what's too much like should I be pushing them in this direction or yeah (sighs) I mean I think that you know parenting is all about having a community and a a support system around you um, knowing what your morals and your values are and being true to yourself um, and helping your children guiding your children through uh, through that they're learning Um, children are learning they are growing into um, into their their communities, into their societies, into their f- their their family groups. Um, they're growing into that, and it's very important that they know they are well informed and they know what is going on around them clearly. Um, then you find that they the best the best of the best is 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 emer- is emerges emerges their true potential. They find mm-hmm. their true potential. So another question is, how do I discipline my child in a way that helps her develop self-drive? Such a tough one. I mean, discipline is a a tough question in itself. Um, I come from a very, very deep Montessori perspective. And I I see a huge difference between discipline and self-discipline. And my view would always be to nurture a child's self-discipline. And that leads on to self-drive. Um, I think it's very, very important to give children choices to make. Um, they have to be able to practice good, good decision-making before they go out into the world and make good decisions. Um, so often when you have situations where things are not, you know, not going well, uh, and little one is... is um, is needs discipline let's say let's put it that way then it's important to give them two options that you really 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 like and allow them to choose one of those um that's when they start to develop self-will or a self-drive and they're able to motivate themselves to do um better Mm -hmm. by themselves rather than you pushing and pushing and pushing. Whereas when you're disciplining a child, what you're taking away from them is the ability to, f- to make a free choice or to make a decision about, um, about realigning their own behavior rather than you aligning their behavior. So I think that, that would be my advice. Good decision-making choices of two, um, giving them the freedom to make a decision and then stick to it. Mm, I have so many questions that follow up <laughs> questions yeah, to this particular That could be just a segment on its own. Yes, isn't it? It's a whole segment, yeah. especially coming from where we are now in Ghana and how discipline 
is important um, and how we discipline that also varies from the Montessori way and, and the modern way of discipline and Ah, it's very, it's a, it's a whole topic. It's a whole I want to continue because topic. I want to go through a few of yeah. these questions before. Um, and of course, deeper. Crystal, we have to understand that um, this is a very much a Montessori inspired. Mine would always be a very Montessori inspired um, Absolutely. A, um, view and attitude um, and that I would never um, advocate any other way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, a very child sensitive way of raising a child, child conscious. Um, but it also ultimately has long-term effects on the way that your child forms as an adult. Absolutely. Um, they are a person today and they're living a life today and they're their best self today. And each time we pour something into them, it just means they're evolving. Mm-hmm. So the third question is, how do I keep my child aspiring to keep on a positive path in behavior and pursuits? I always, I always talk about hypnosis. I mean, what are we saying to our children? Are we saying, you know, that's really a good job you did there? Or, you know, thanks for helping out. Or um, I noticed that, you know, you were playing so quietly today. That, that really helped me out. Um, thank you for being supportive. You know, are, are we noticing the, the many, many myriad of things that they do um, that, that we ask them to do? Um, I what think- I find sometimes when I'm, when I'm on the outside standing on the standing on the outside looking in, I find that maybe we, there's, there's some situations where we don't notice that they are being positive and when the behavior switches to negative or combatant, we then suddenly notice and start to comment. Um, that, that's something which, you know, that's an easy way to keep them on a positive path. I think the thing is, it's not that we don't know what I think my challenge is sometimes is I feel like they're little. So you, you don't think that the normal things you might say to an adult would be the same that you would say to a child. Right. But they're just just like they're humans and per- people and very intelligent people, <laughs> very. especially this generation. This I generation is underestimate them. No, their brains are popping every minute and they're, ter- they're, they're learning. They're evolving second to second. Mm-hmm. So. You know, they take up those subtle cues, you know, if, if every time they're wearing off the path and you really have loads of attention and time suddenly to focus on that, and then every time they're doing something that they know you would find more appropriate, and then at that point, they're kind of left alone. I mean, which human being wouldn't say, hey, maybe this isn't advantageous. Maybe I should do something else. So, I mean, we have to think about the subtleties of the way that we interact with our children. They're very, very clever, very yes. intelligent, quick to, to learn. Um, so we have to keep that in, in the forefront of everything we do. Hashtag little people matter. <laughs> I like that hashtag. <laughs> now, next question is, how do I build my child's self-confidence without giving them unrealistic expectations of themselves? Ha, this is a good one, Crystal. Someone's read our minds. Mm-hmm. Remember when we were talking about that? I was telling you about being in a in a in a middle school um, concert, and and you know I was watching this play where I said to myself, "Oh my goodness, um, this singing is not of the best quality," um, and it just went on and on. 
And I just thought to myself, why is everyone looking so gleeful? <laughs> because this is really, really quite terrible. You know, quite terrible. <laughs> um, and I just thought that was going too far. I, 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 I felt that, you know, with our children, we should be encouraging. They want to sing then we should get them singing lessons and we should have a professional experience of what being a singer means so that that then allows them to come to their own conclusions about where they sit on that scale of success. Um, it's about giving them mentors and, and, and good role models of people that have um, that talent, mm -hmm. you know, or that ability. Um, and What happens to children is when they're, when they're exposed to this, this high level of expertise in everything that they do, their interest is sparked. And as we all know, when you're interested and you're passionate, you will go. Mm -hmm. um, and practice makes perfect. I think we, we, we need to keep saying that to our children, maybe not in those words, but other versions of it, that you know, when you work hard at something, it'll come. You know, you, anyone can be really good at anything, actually. I mean, I'm... I'm not the best uh, sketch artist, but I can definitely sketch something pretty okay. Uh, I'm not the best singer, as you can tell from my voice, but I can definitely keep a tune. Um, maybe not. I want to make you the best singer in the world. No, but it would definitely make me appreciate the arts. So um, should we be honest with them when, for example, they can't sing? I don't think you can. You don't have to sometimes. You know, children are intelligent, as I keep saying. Uh -huh. They're very intelligent. But by exposing them to great singers and good singers and good professionals that teach them technique, they will come to their own conclusions. conclusions that, oops, <laughs> mommy. <laughs> you know, and you know, you might even hear, well, of course you think I'm the best because you're my mom. Mm -hmm. um, you know, but it's good that they come to their own conclusions rather than um, being, put, exposing them to the wrong, just only single experiences where, for example, as I said, this, this, middle school play I was in where they had put it together themselves and they were their own mentors. And of course, from a fun perspective, that must have been a blast. And why not? But then if we were saying, gosh, I was a great soloist, I'm not sure where that stands. I mm -hmm. feel educating our children by exposing them to great mentors, great role models is the key. They will understand themselves, where they stand on that scale, whether they are going to sing their hearts out because it is fun and they love it and they can join, you know, a choir and whatever they want to do with it. But where are they going with that? And they can find their own strengths and their own potential um, shining light and they can drive that themselves. Hmm, a lot to pick up from that. Mm -hmm. These yeah. could be just segments on their own. Right, you know? I know. Yeah, no, yeah, we I mean. were definitely going to expand on mm. all of these. So the next question was, I am not my child's age. Do I have <laughs> to model what I expect him or her to do? I.e., if I want them to read, I have to read you know, a lot more. I mean, I was having a discussion with my daughter today and I said to her, you know, you need to read more and I don't want you on tablets, on phones and stuff, but I don't see you reading. I read on my phone a lot. Okay, well, can you put it on my phone too? No. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, I, I told be, her, that would be your daughter. You know, I told her, no, I started with real books. I want you to also start with real books. Okay. Hmm. You could see she was like looking Dubious. at me. Dubious. Yeah. 
Well, I'm not saying you have to do it all the time, but I think it's important for them to see you do, do, do what you expect them to do. Um, I think the, the, the proof is in the pudding. You have high achievers, you have hardworking people, you have um, mentors, you have... It's, it's, it's clear to see that when these people are in place the children tend to flow forward automatically. Um, children don't really listen to us, I must tell you. They're not really hearing any of the words you mm -hmm. ever say. Once in a while, they pick up on something, and then, you know, like your little one said today, she, she asked. Yeah. <laughs> But in general, they're watching. They're watching every tiny little thing you do, the way you dress, the way you put yourself together, the, the, the level at which you commit yourself to any project, um, the passion that you show, uh, the commitment that you show, the loyalty that you show, the gentle uh, EI that you show when you deal with other human beings. They're watching everything all the time and they're listening. Mm -hmm. So yeah, bad news for you. Yes, I think yes. Model. I think yeah. you have to model and you have to make sure that With your children, you're modeling your best self. And, you know, without saying too much, that speaks volumes. So, yeah, right. I have bad news for you. Yes, yes. I think so. Um, it, 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 it reminds me of an old story of a parent who said to me that, um, you know, that, that parent did not want their child to uh, drink Coca-Cola because of the sugar content. And so... Um, had to reverse, uh, revert to uh, drinking Coca-Cola late in the night when everyone was asleep <laughs> and said to me, I feel like a, like a criminal drinking my Coca-Cola all by myself alone at night. And I said, well, did you enjoy it? He said, yes. I said, well, then that's what you're going to have to do from now on until, you know, a little one is older and you feel less, less worried about, um, about, you know, him drinking Coca-Cola. Now, is, next question is, is what my child does an indicator of who he or she is at this age? Mm. Wow, Crystal, we're going to have to really, really delve into these at some point. Yeah. They're really good questions. These all came off your chat? Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow. I love it when real parents have real questions. Yeah. Um, well, a lot has to do with your age. Um, a child at 15 months um, should and would have certain behaviors. It's correct of who that child is at that age, yes. Uh, at age two, at age three. Um, much of what we, we deem as bad behavior or mischief um, is just our, our little one doing what they always do, be children. Um, do they need guidance? Yes, otherwise they wouldn't be children. Do they need uh, help? Yes, otherwise they wouldn't be children. Uh, but it is, yes. Often the things you see are very indicative of the child at that age. For example, those full-blown tantrums, throwing them on, themselves on the floor, having mm -hmm. a screaming fit. I mean, around the age of two, yes, you would see that. They're, they're becoming uh, more and more independent. They want to be autonomous. And so, yes, they're, they're frustrated. Uh, but then if you saw a child at that age four, Uh, still doing that, you, you, would, you would be concerned. You'd want to know uh, how you can help them express in a more age-appropriate way. Right. So I guess this doesn't really indicate that it does this. I guess when I heard the question, I thought of, does it indicate who they will be also in the future? 
I mean, there are certain behaviors that you can reinforce. For example, like I said, at age four, and this child is still having massive tantrums and, and, and screaming, um, you can propagate that by then rewarding that with whatever the child is demanding rather than sitting together and logicking it out, which should be, the child should be capable of that by then, mm-hmm. um, to understand other people's points of view mm-hmm. and how this can or cannot happen, um, and definitely how that can and cannot happen if we choose to communicate in certain ways that uh, is not conducive to a conclusion. So yes, um, it, 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 it can become a habit. That's what you're trying to avoid. But it's important to know what your child should be doing or how they should be choosing to communicate at different ages or how they should be choosing to make decisions at certain ages. And then you can mold them. Yes. Right? Yes. But there's so much going on nowadays. There's so much going on with uh, parents being empowered with education. There's so much to read, you know. So it's easy to do that. Mm -hmm. So I have two more questions um, and then I guess we can wrap up this um, podcast the very first one um do i have to end every <laughs> lecture with love <laughs> yes you should end every wait first listen, let's go back lecture hmm i don't believe in lectures i don't as i said i don't think children listen very much i think they watch um but yeah you you should end every experience with your child with a cuddle i think so I think it's very important to separate that we don't like what they're doing or what they're doing is not appropriate rather than they're bad or they're not going to be loved if they don't comply. I think it's important that our children know they're loved no matter what. No matter what happens in life, they're loved and that they're, they're, they're in a family and they're, you know, they're embraced no matter what the circumstances. Um, but that what, what action they chose to do was not appropriate and can't happen again. Uh, that's, that's about it. So, yeah, I think love is the answer to anything. Love is all we need. Love is all we need. <laughs> so, unfortunately, that is all we have time for today. Yeah, I think well, we'll, you know, I mean, those were great questions. Yes. I love that. And this is, I mean, the end of our first podcast. I think it was a nice mix of different it questions. Was. But what, this is not variety. how necessarily it will run for the future podcast, which we would dive deeper into one specific mm-hmm. topic mm-hmm. that uh, we would, I guess, gather all the questions that are very similar um, on our social media. And then... So, I mean, that. I think we should really encourage people to write in. I mean, I'm sure there are questions out there. Um, to write in to our to our Instagram page, the yes. Tion Parenting. Um, I think then it would really, really help us to really answer uh, questions that people genuinely have. Yes. Real, real time and real life questions. Yes. So yeah. thank you for tuning in today. Um, hope you enjoyed it as much as we did having this chat right here. Um, with And she was actually having tea. I was, <laughs> I was. I hope you didn't hear me on the on, on podcast. Right. Um, have a happy parenting journey. It's, yes. it's the best journey ever. It is. It really is. Yes, Joy so. of our lives. Right? Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.